Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Onside Punt. My name is Cad and I'm joined as always by David Holm. How you doing, buddy? Good, Cad. How are you, mate? Very, very well. Got you in the flesh once again. Yep, loving it. And we get to dig into the AFC South, continuing our series of giving you guys a recap on everything that's happened with the teams in each division since the Super Bowl this year. Get you all ready for start of the 2023 season. Interesting division here. Um, mm. Two factors for us with the um, with our arch enemy now. Um, <laughs> we'll probably lead off with the conversation around the Jags, who had the greatest comeback of all time. No, well, not of all time, but uh, yeah, 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 no, no yeah. We'll, we will absolutely yeah. yep. start with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, so the Jags not only made that comeback against the Chargers, they basically made a comeback completely last year, going from the bottom yeah. of the division season before and finishing uh, nine and eight and getting into the playoffs at the end of last season. And they really only make made a run at the second half of the year. Um, mm. They weren't really registering early. I think that. It was their last six-game stretch that actually got them through to the wild card. So, impressive finish, um, impressive final. Everyone was kind of waiting for this team to click as well, and I think yeah. mainly that has to do with Trevor Lawrence, their quarterback, finally leaping into the potential that we all expected him to have, being number one pick in the draft uh, a few years ago. And he's uh, he's powering through with the Jags now. Now, selected first overall, as I said, in 2021, he was essentially undefeated in the regular season when he was growing up. So this stat, he went 37-0 and 0 on Saturday games. So it included his high school and his college career. 37-0 and 0 on Saturdays, which was the college games, right? I know what my favourite day would be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then he joined the Jags. Yeah. And, uh, you History. know, very learnt. History repeats itself. Yeah, he very yeah. much learnt what uh, losing's all about. Yeah, yeah. But no, all come through. Lawrence played incredibly well last year and led his team to the top of their division. Uh, it should be noted, though, probably last year, one of the easiest divisions in the league. Only nine and eight, but were able to top this div. Yeah, they should be leading this div. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. at the moment. Um, now, they had the third best passing attack in the league, and they even gave the Chiefs a decent battle in their uh, divisional playoff in January. I think scores at 20 to 27. Correct, yeah. Only losing from one touchdown, um, but they're back on board. They're very much a leader in this division now. Yeah, they're moving forward. Now, in uh, new additions to the team, Calvin Ridley has joined the Jags from the Falcons at wide receiver. Now, combined with Christian Kirk and Zay Jones, we will likely see an improved passing game be even better this yeah. year. Yep. Not a lot of action in the free trade sort of period for the Jags. Understandably, they've got a roster that they're probably comfortable with. Well, yeah, they, yeah. They, they've they uh, able to continue their running backs as well. Travis Etienne, who was their leading running back, stays on again this year. That's right. Um, they've re-signed defensive line Roy Robertson Harris. Okay. Uh, Three-year deal, uh, $30 million extension. Um, really, I think that's a real positive sign for them. It shows that the team, like players, are on board their their narrative. Yeah, um, I think they're a team that very much seem to be clicking internally with their own sort of story. Mm. I think the players seem to be buying into their. I wouldn't say it's an underdog sort of vibe, but it's definitely something where it's like on our terms type. type the Jacks haven't been interesting to watch for mm. years and years now, mm. and. This is when, you know, we all have these hype and, and special come up going through this division. We've got so many new quarterbacks in this, yeah. in the next three teams. Yeah. Takes a couple of years for things to click into gear. Mm. 
why wouldn't you get in now? Get on board with Trevor Lawrence. He's obviously got massive talent. If I was a new, if I was a player who's free agent and I wanted a team, I know I had a good amount of years left in me. I'd be looking at the Jags. They seem to like an organization or franchise have got it together at the moment. Yeah, like they definitely seem to be all on the same page, going in a common direction, which I think is the the when everyone's speaking the same language, it sounds like it sounds like they're all on board. Definitely, and as you said, not much movement in free agency. It was, you know, I think maybe somewhat due to the massive draft that they had. Yes. 13 selections in the draft. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, as we covered in our draft episode, you should generally only be getting one pick per round. So you should be only drafting seven players per draft weekend. Yeah. But they ended up getting 13. So they started with actually nine picks. And the reason this is you can make pick trades, player trades, those type of things ended up accumulating. I won't name everybody but I'll just give you a list of the positions that the Jags drafted this year. Offensive tackle, tight end, running back, linebacker, defensive linesman, edge rusher, edge ru- sorry, edge rusher, defensive back, wide receiver, cornerback, defensive back, guard, defensive tackle and fullback. That just tells me that they're looking for coverage, like yeah. they're building a list now. And it's quite a youthful list, I would say. It's not something I don't I feel like it's a list that's going to be around for four or five seasons. Yeah, they're, they're looking at yeah. this development being long yeah. term. So now they're looking for support to the developing players to make sure that if injuries or something doesn't push them the wrong direction. So If we learn anything last year, depth, chart management, the yeah. how many backs and... and it's uh, so important. It's yeah. so important. Yeah. So very, very interesting to see what they'll do. Uh, a notable first-round pick was Anton Harrison, beast of a man, 6'4". 143 kilos. He's very quick. He's very strong. He'll be buying Trevor Lawrence more time on protecting on the edge of the offensive line. And as you said, they're young. They're only 21. Mm-hmm. Got them for a long time to come. So pretty exciting for the Jags. Yeah, the probably only notable thing yet to happen, might, hasn't happened as yet, would be if ever uh, Evan Ingram, mm. is able, if they're able to re-sign him, apparently they're looking to continue that relationship beyond 23 but they haven't yet they franchise tagged him they have franchise tagged him yep okay um on the other side of the ball on the defense the jags have signed chandler brewer from the rams and josh wells uh, from the chiefs at offensive tackle overall decent sort of decent sort of off season yeah i I think yeah uh, they're just got to maintain where they're at i think they're not even concerned about their division at this point it's how to you know, take on the charges again and and flog them confidently. Don't go down 27 points in the first half. What's passed, though? What's passed for the Jags? What's passed for the Jags? Division division winner? Division winner is like almost a low bar because as yes, we'll go through the rest hey, of the hey, teams. We, let's, not, let's not write. We haven't gone through the others yet. Well, oh yeah. yeah. Well, it's well, not. I, no, we, can, <laughs> we can't be. But we know it's the yeah, AFC South. So. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I'm a bit puzzled. What would you reckon? A division Oh. Championship? You want to see them get to the conference finals? Conference final. You want to see, just have to get into the conference yeah, final? That'd be more than that'd be more than my expectation. Definitely. Yeah. No. Either way, it, a very exciting team to watch. I, uh, I think, I think if anything, I'll get from this division is I'm now more interested to watch these teams. Okay. So now we'll move to the guess the other end of the uh, win-loss record for last season, the Houston Texans. uh, Where to start with the Houston Texans? Uh, Last year they ended up 
three wins and 13, uh, 14 losses, I believe, which is... Uh, is that the worst in the comp? Or? Maybe tied with the Bears, I think. Yeah. Um, pretty rough draw for the Texans. Now, the Texans were a team full of needs after a depressing last three seasons, and they went to the draft looking to rebuild a team. So they had the second pick of the draft overall and got CJ Stroud, quarterback. And at the third pick, they got Will Anderson Jr., who was an offensive linebacker. Uh, They obviously traded up in the draft to get exactly who they wanted. Pretty exciting first start for the team. It's a clever combination to get that high in the draft and take those. And I also think it gives your fans something. Some hope. Something. Yeah, I can't imagine as a Texans fan watching the last few years, nothing's really... Mm. clicking nothing's new nothing's exciting uh look cj stroud he will be backed by the previous texans quarterback uh davis mills and i believe case keenum is another backup in the qb room uh who you may have seen play over the last few seasons now they basically said the the coach who came sorry the coach came out and said you know whomever they drafted before they drafted cj stroud they're not going to put the pressure of them being the face of the franchise straight away. So they said, well, hopefully they can start, but we're not going to expect them to take that on from the get-go. You've got a young kid that only have to play, they have to represent the brand and get everything. What well, do you reckon about that? Firstly, let's start by who's the current coach? Yeah, so they, they do have a new coach, uh, D'Amico Ryans. So he's come over, he was the 49ers defensive coordinator. Yep. Uh, so fresh blood in the coaching room as well. Uh, back to what we were saying, you know, do you put the pressure of the franchise on the fresh quarterback? Well, it's, it's already on him. It, d- don't you want that as the new quarterback? You like, don't want to be like, oh, I can't handle it. I don't know where the coach is because it, it, they're 100% their pinup boys. Mm. Like the all the information so far has, like all the media towards the Texans has been it's, around Stroud. It's not on uh, Stroud. Yeah, it's not on Davis Stroud. Mills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like even Will Anderson hasn't, he, like he seems to be a bit more protected. Like, mm. Because um, quarterback's just a flashy yeah. position, right? But that's this is their this is their fifteen year boy. Like, mm, mm. This is their franchise on the back of this kid's uh, expectation. It's a uh, yeah. I, I don't know how much you can protect them. Like the the bar's low, though. You know, like the bar's low. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. I think that that's kind of what we're saying with Trevor Lawrence when we're talking yeah. about the Jacks. There's a couple of years that need to develop. You're not going to imagine he's going to come out no. firing straight away. Um. No matter who they pick, basically, uh, at the end of training camp, who is he throwing it to? So they've lost Brandon Cooks to the Cowboys. However, they did get Dalton Schultz at tight end. Um, They also got Noah Brown in wide receiver. They also signed Robert Woods, who you may remember for their division rival, the Tennessee Titans, and picked up also Amari Rogers from the Packers. It sort of creates a a new team and new narrative for them, doesn't it? So yeah, they're not star receivers no, up there, but it gives but them some quality, options. Yeah. You know? And they're new. They're all fresh to the system. So it obviously will give them the opportunity like to not be as... Boring? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are pretty boring. She's trying to give a more technical term. Yeah, for I was looking for something. <laughs> I was looking for something who wasn't there. Yeah, I couldn't get past it. They were, honestly, they were not a team that you could yeah support. Yeah, it was so. The only the reason I remember the Texans last year was because of my fantasy team. I had the the running back Damian Pierce, and he, he's remained uh, at the team. 
you know, he averages uh, 72.2 rushing yards per game. But there is a bit more assistance in the running back room now. Yeah, it seems like they've picked up, um, they've definitely gone to the mix and picked up Devin Singletary across from the Bills. Yeah, that'd um, be a really interesting move for them. Decent, decent player. Again, that mature player as well. And then they've also picked up Mike Boone from Broncos. Don't know him overly well. But, no, not me neither. Uh, but they've got they've picked up a couple there. Um, I think that'll complement uh, Damon Pierce pretty well. Um, yeah, that the dual running back game that we mm. saw, especially with the Cowboys last year, it, it seems so necessary now. Yeah, like the the Titans. Yeah, everyone's always had a backup running back to get a bit a bit of a breather. Yes, um, most but definitely. but it seems like having two actual. Scoring, attacking, and successful running backs is the key to success. Yeah, definitely. The other factor, probably one of the bigger highlights for the Texans is um, re-signing Laramie Tunsil. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm not sure if you're across him. So Tunsil has been openly spoken that he wants to be the highest paid left tackle in the game. And that has come to fruition with a, a $75 million contract over three years. Wow. So, that so wait, he stated this goal before he got signed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was open. He was open <laughs> about it. Uh, I'm like, and why not? And that that's a big, it's a big win for the franchise because it gives it shows that the, a player of his quality is willing to stay on them to show that they they're come they're going to turn it around. So I think that's a big that's a big get for them. On top of Tunsil, they've also picked up um, Shaq Mason. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's come out of Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a late round swap. That really does now with him, Tunsil and Howard. Um, that creates a real balanced O line there for that team. So there is some there is some upside to what they've done in the offseason as well. I think there's a lot of yeah really positive moves here. And if if it's anything clear, the Texans are rebuilding. And but I think they've done it the right way. They seem to have gotten a mature list mm. more than youthful list. So they might have some more immediate success, which I think will support a young QB. Absolutely. I think, if anything, the Texans are going to be finally interesting to watch, at least for the first few weeks. That's right. Yeah. Everyone is excited for round one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's uh, move on to the Tennessee Titans. Interesting team, Tennessee Titans. Yeah, a uh, very interesting perspective. I feel like there's this... They're good. Yeah. They've been good. I don't know how to feel about them. Yeah, it's, it's it's a very interesting team. Good, not great, but seemingly still kicking goals. Had, I think, one of their worst uh, seasons last year in, in a couple of years. Seven wins to ten losses in the regular season. Now, Ryan Tannehill uh, is likely going to be the starting quarterback yet again. However, they did sign, of course, our friend Will Levis. Mayo boy. <laughs> the mayo boy, indeed. Um, I don't know if that's good for your franchise, personally. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> so I think I uh, misspoke, actually, in our draft episode talking yes. about Will Levis. Now, I, uh, I'd i like to formally retract a statement. Oh, yes. Well, I said that I think I'd rather play for the Titans than the Texans. Oh. If I was Will Levis. Now, from my perspective, now, like the Texans are rebuilding, as we've just said. Yeah. Uh, they've signed some at least known receivers and are mm. building a team. The Titans just seem to be kind of lost and tumbling down the order clunkily through their division. Um, you know, I'm not sure when they'll put Will Levis in. 
for Ryan Tannehill um, is a new draft pick. You know, do you start developing your new quarterback soon? Ryan Tannehill probably best expectation is, you know, they got seven and ten last year. Maybe they get nine and eight. Yeah. If it's the best kind of possibility with Tannehill. Yeah, if they flip a couple of losses to wins, they're close. But, mm. you know, are they there? Yeah. I, they're a know, strange team. I think it's a strange team. And, you know, do they start the development now? Yeah, copper, rough season. Tank, maybe. And uh, get some better draft picks and, and free up some some space. I don't know what it would be like to be a supporter for them because you can't see the direction in the moves. Mm. They've done very little in sort of free trade and they've done, haven't seen a lot out of the draft for them. They mm. haven't even really promoted. Like you get a lot of content from other clubs, but I, I don't, I haven't seen any content from them, what I should be looking for. Um, so I'm lost with them as well. I, th- I think that's totally right, Dave. Like there was, uh, I'm not sure if you knew this, if you came into the NFL after this, but you know the Tennessee Titans initially had A.J. Brown, who plays for the Eagles? Oh, really? And they traded him to the Eagles for oh. basically nothing, for peanuts. That's and it's just been mocked as like from Titans yeah. fans as just a w- ridiculous decision. Mm. He was a, the, their clear best weapon. Um, yeah, I think it would be very tough to be a fan of the Titans. Now, if you want to build around this team, you need to eliminate some players and free up some cap, cap space. So my one kind of thought is, you know, if Will Levis is kind of t- ticking boxes and kicking goals in training camp, Ryan Tannehill can be traded. Correct. Right? Yeah. But I've got a more aggressive call here. Now, Derek Henry, he's always expected with the Titans to basically carry the whole team uh, the yeah. whole year. Now, he's only got one year left on his contract. He's 28 years old. Most running backs retire in their late 20s and early 30s. The Titans might not have like a winning team at the moment. So they're probably a couple of years away. By then, you know, the injury risk will be higher with Henry. And then his value will go down on the market. Is it too aggressive to trade Derrick Henry now while he's still healthy and somewhat of an impact player to go get some people to better the team? Like with the cap space you release with Derrick Henry you can go get someone else who's actually going to be more useful to you in the long term. My concern is how many fans you lose on the way. Yeah, quite a but few. Because yeah, <laughs> it's like you're only watching for Derrick Henry at the moment, aren't you? But that's the point. Like in the long term, do you, you're going to have Derrick Henry for maybe two more years and he might get injured and then his trade value, he could just retire. I just don't think there's enough. Like, yeah, you would free up some space, but the team's not. The direction isn't strong enough to do that. Yeah, they like need to pick where no they're going. Problem if they openly said, "All right, we're going to clean house," and sorry, Derek, you're our most valuable asset. We're, there were uh, we're sending you trade rumors in April that went nowhere for Henry, though. So it had yeah. been talked about. Yeah, and we know rumors are based in <laughs> complete truth. fact. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was interesting. Yeah, that they, they were kind of talking about that kind of perspective. But mm. I guess you're right. What direction that they're going in? Yeah, it doesn't look like they've decided. So w- what's the point? Because mm. at least your fans can come watch Henry. <laughs> <laughs> you might get some bums in the seat. And there's some merch sales happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no one's buying yeah, Mayo Boy yeah. shirts. <laughs> not yet, not yet. I've got a little, little I can give you, but I will give you one thing. Uh, Arden Key. Mm-hmm. So come across from the Jags on a three-year deal to the Tennessee Titans. Interestingly, 
in a com- press conference has said he felt disrespected by the Jags mm-hmm. before his trade happened. Ironically, Man, they have to they each other. each other twice <laughs> this year. So I'm looking forward to that oh, one. Got to so love a revenge an, game. Yeah, keep an eye on Arden Key. Um, okay. The other notable trade was OT Andre Dillard. Come across on a three-year deal from Philly. His season last year was interrupted by a broken arm. I'll mm. look forward to seeing what he can produce with a fresh start in a new team. So someone to watch there. Something exciting on Henry. the Titans. Yeah, very good. <laughs> The Indianapolis Colts. Now, the Colts had a weird, weird season last year. This is another team that is confusing, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, like, so I guess more in the Texans' vein, mm. the Colts have kind of put a, re, a fresh coat of paint on their team by getting a new QB in Anthony Richardson, the big dominant... Out of the draft. Yeah, out of yeah, the draft. Yeah. Yeah, Anthony Richardson. Now... He's expected to start with the team. Well, that's a question I wanted to ask you. So have they retained Matt Ryan? No. So Matt Ryan has recently gone into free agency, I believe. Free agency. Yes, free Mm -hmm. agency. So he's not been picked up by anyone. But at the same time, he's just signed a contract with CBS to be a new analyst on their football program. Yeah, double dipping. Mm. Mm. But he's also said, I'm not retired yet. Ah, Mm. So mm. he's just hoping for that backup, backup, backup salary. I don't know. So he's he's trying to be Brady, but he's not Brady. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. So no one wants him. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a good point actually yeah. on Brady because he was yeah. meant to start his media contract, but yeah, God knows what he's doing now. Yep. Okay. Um, so yeah, Matt Ryan's in the wind. Um, Anthony Richardson though already winning a lot of favor with the team, and all reports are pointing him to being a quite a, an established leader. Um, There was this one story, Dave, that came out. They had the uh, kind of orientation dinner. Yes. Where everyone comes down, obviously, meeting the team. And uh, it's at the staff facility Mm -hmm. of the Colts. And at the end of the dinner, the coach was talking about this with uh, the media. Everyone had left. And there was one player left behind cleaning up the plates and cups and rubbish and everything. And the coaches went up and said to Anthony Richardson, who was doing the cleaning, you don't have to do this. He said, no, no, we left this in an unacceptable state. Mm. We uh, need to do better, so I'll help clean up. And he was the last one to leave with the shift workers who were cleaning up the uh, Ooh, the mess. So That's good. Yeah, I don't know if he'd plan that. Uh, whatever, I don't want to be negative. Even if he planned yeah, it, it's great, still brilliant. Great right? move. Like, because even if you planned it, the intent is still amazing, right? Absolutely. Like that's a that's a born leader right there, isn't it? Yeah, and, and it sets the tone early off the field. Oh, the expectation! Like he's going to drive expectation. Yeah, that's and a, that's incredible. As we know, with the NFL, off the field leadership is so important. So yeah. no one's caught gambling in the facility. Mm-hmm. You know, drinking anything like that. So now that's a that's a great story, and it gives you something to look for for the Colts because. Again, as we sort of reviewed them, there wasn't a lot to talk about. It's not a ton of character there. No, no. They're a team without an identity, in my opinion. Yeah, Um, well, I think as part of this regrowth, they're trying mm. to establish that. um, They've got a new head coach, Shane Steichen, who's uh, come in after 
again, the bizarre mid-season coaching scandal of last year. Um, do you remember this one? No, give me a little rundown. A little rundown of this one. Uh, I think I was overseas at the time and, yeah. and we, we may have been messaging about this last year, but they fired their coach mid-season. This is the one where the manager comes in? The journalist. Yes. So the owner goes and contacts Jeff Saturday, mm. an ESPN sports journalist and analyst for the NFL. Curious. And Curious. says, do you want to be the interim head coach? Yeah. So he was an ex-player. Um, I believe he was a center. And uh, yeah, he goes from journalist one day into the room with the media, commenting on the NFL to literally being on the sideline with the headset, coaching it, won his first game. Lost the rest of them. Yeah. So there yeah. was a brief little you glimmer. Should have hung it up after the first. <laughs> yeah. well, Undefeated coach. Well, based on that, I'm available. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now you've entered yeah. the media world. Yeah. 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 Which um, team would you like to coach? Oh, any. I'll give you the Colts. <laughs> I need. It. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take the Colts. <laughs> yeah, sure. If, if there's a nice young bloke like that cleaning the change room, so all the sorry the function center. Yeah. Like I'm, oh, that's a place I want You to say go. you'll take the cult, so I think you mean more, I'll take the salary. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll do a pro bono. Yeah. <laughs> I just want tickets. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to come. Yeah, just what a want great to be seat, there. right? What a great seat. Wouldn't uh, pay for it. Yeah, yeah good. that'd be brilliant. <laughs> so they put in Coach Steichen, uh, he was most notably the offensive coordinator and the play caller for the Eagles the last two years. Oh, so yeah, yeah some pedigree. Some there. good pedigree in there. Yeah. Um, Beyond that, new players. They've got a, a Sam McKenzie from in a wide receiver, and Malik Turner from the Bills as well. They have signed um, Edge Sampson. Sorry again, Ibukam. Ibukam. We'll go with that. Uh, he came across from the San Francisco 49ers, so he's come across on a three-year deal. Other notable one is Matt Gay from the LA Rams. So he's on a four-year deal as the kicker. I'm assuming he'll play. So oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. he's not a bad player to pick up yep uh running back jonathan taylor remains uh, and on the other side of the ball deforest buckner remains at defensive tackle as well uh it's the start of a building year for the colts um and they're going to be i guess having a bit of a shop and free agency see what they can do give me a win ratio what did they get last year do you have the four and 13 four and 13 what's yeah. your, based on that what do you reckon this year what's a pass what's a pass new quarterback yeah Five and twelve. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like <laughs> yeah. It's like oh, five wins would be good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I'm not exactly sure what their schedule looks like, but as we said with uh, the Texans and the Jags, talking about uh, Trevor Lawrence, there's a long road to go with a new quarterback. Um, we'll see what they can do. Yeah, interesting watch. Yeah. Thanks, Gab. That's a wrap of the AFC South. Now it's our favourite time of the day. We've got headlines <laughs> and projections. <laughs> I can't wait to have a proper intro. Is for that, that jingle ready? No. Yeah, I don't know, but I've got I got my I got more of a radio voice for that one, so I'm a bit happier. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where. <laughs> so Catterson's going to put them in order and give us a headline based on the season to come. All right. This is a this is a weird one. This is, well, I'm not sure where you're going to go with these ones. So yeah, it's yeah, really tough. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm nervous. Yeah, I, I'm nervous with some of these headlines. <laughs> I know we did find that sound effects where the the crickets chirp, yeah, right? Yeah, All right, yeah. good. Get that prepared. <laughs> I can do it. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. It'll break me. Um, all right. 
In number four, we have the Texans. Mm. Mm. Now the headline is the Lone Ranger. CJ Stroud will struggle to perform without much talent in his receiver core. Ooh. Mm. That one feels too too real. <laughs> <laughs> They're all real. Yeah. <laughs> um, some get a bit wild. As I said to Dave, usually the headline interprets my prediction. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> my yeah, prediction yeah, yeah. Um, interprets the headline. At number three, I've got the Indianapolis Colts back in the saddle <laughs> with new coaching direction and a relatively fine schedule from what I must have looked up previously. I think the Colts are on the way to a rebuild. Um, I'm not too sure why I've put the Texans fourth and the Colts third uh, interchangeable. It's all depending yeah. on how the uh, new QB ad- adjusts. Yep. Number two, the Tennessee Titans. Now, no matter how much we just pretty much ragged on them, um, they have an experienced quarterback still there who won more than five games last year. We didn't really rag on them. We're just confused. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I was ragging on them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, you ready for this? I'm ready. Headline? From ranch to mayonnaise. Oh. Which is oh. <laughs> terrible. Um, oh. the, it's the ranch for two reasons. A, uh, Ryan Tanner Hills from Texas. Oh. <laughs> and it's another source I could find. Oh, that's that. good. <laughs> it's so no, good. I don't think you have to explain it. I got it. Oh, you got yeah, it. Yeah, okay, I, got it. Oh, I liked it. Um, so my prediction from ranch to mayonnaise. The Titans will bench their Texas-born quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, and promote Will Levis to starting QB mid-season. Oh, you should. Maybe send that out. That's pretty bad. <laughs> I, yeah. You think the Times will that, print that's it? That's your best so far. <laughs> I <reckon>. Thank you. <laughs> I reckon that, that was a good one. I thought it was going to be way worse. I, think no, I liked it. I actually liked it. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. And, uh, of course. Obviously. <laughs> number one. Yep. Jacksonville Jaguars. Cats out of the bag. The Jags easily top their division and establish themselves as a reliable team in the AFC. Brilliant. There you go. Well done. Yeah, thank you. That's nice. That's real nice. And with that, the wrap-up of headlines and predictions, we move to my favourite part of the podcast, Fan Favourites with David Holm, where Holmie will pick anyone new, lost and confused with their team in the NFL, who they should support in every division we cover. The AFC South today, what have you got for us, Holmie? This is an unfortunate one because I don't have much to talk about Mm. because there's a Clear. It's a clear choice. It is a clear choice. I would be shocked if you didn't pick these guys. Yeah. So get on board the Colts. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, there's only there's only one for everyone. Yeah. And it's the Jags. I reckon yeah. this is no matter who you are, if you want to get a new team, jump on the Jags now. The benefit of the Jags is they were established in 1993. So technically, I don't feel like you're getting on the bandwagon. Because they're a new team. Yeah, and you could say you've st- you've watched them since they started. And you've got a new quarterback. Like It's yeah. kind of my same thing as when we try to uh, cult recruit people into the Chargers is yeah. with Justin Herbert being young and talented mm. with a 10-year contract likely coming his way, Trevor's going to be the exact same. He's coming out of his shell now. Yeah. He's playing well. Get on board. They're about to go on a run, I yeah. feel. Yeah, and they've, they've got a pretty easy division. Mm. Like. You'll always be top of your div. Yeah, no, you're likely in the playoffs every get, year. They're gonna play. They're gonna play finals, and also they've got no Super Bowl wins, so everyone gets the first one. You'll be there for the one. first game. Yeah, yeah. first so Super Bowl. You, you know, there's no worries there. I'm just excited by their potential. Mm. I will condition one thing: Trevor Lawrence is the worst 
motivational speaker (laughs) (laughs) I've ever seen. Yeah, I've seen so many uh, Instagram posts be like, Trevor Lawrence couldn't motivate me to make a sandwich. (laughs) Like, he's a brilliant, brilliant character. Yeah, yeah. But is as dry as a wet bag of cement. Is that a saying? Dry as a wet bag of cement? Yeah, I don't know where I was going there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure you can't use dry and wet in the same example. <laughs> he kind of looks like an Easter Island head with a wig on. Yeah, he's brilliant. <laughs> uh, especially under the lid. Like mm. under the lid, it looks incredible. And he's got that straight surfy hair. Yeah. I'm not sure if he's a skater or It feels like him and Herbert have their whole Cali yeah. vibes together. I'm not but, exactly sure where he's from, actually. But everyone's bought into the narrative, so I reckon they got and the brand's pretty clean. I could rock I could rock a Jag shirt, no worries. Yeah, I don't mind that. The, the emblem's okay. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty good. And the darker colour's pretty good. Their kit, that one. I don't mind that one. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah so my, if you're gonna, if you're looking at this AFC South, there's only really one, one option to go. You yeah. go on the Jags. Yeah. And enjoy the ride because it should be a good one. one two, three, four. All right. Well, that's it for our AFC South recap. Ep. Thank you so much for joining me, homie. Thanks, Ted. Bye. Bye, mate. <laughs>